G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Many of us enjoy a bit of space on our own from time to time, especially we men. But with all the pressures of life, long hours at work, a long commute, too tired, all that stuff going on, far too many of us find ourselves isolated. We just don't have the time or the energy to connect with friends. But what if, what if it's not good for us to be alone? I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to the program as we take a look at your friendships from a different perspective. And please do stick with me, because at the end of today's message, I'll be telling you about our latest life application booklet. It's called How to Build Life-Changing Friendships, and I'd love to send you a free copy to help you develop rich and powerful relationships in this year that lies ahead. Man, it is just so awesome to be able to spend a few minutes again with you today. And as I receive so many emails and letters and phone calls from around the world, I'm always reminded of the fact that, that listening to this program right now is, is a young woman travelling home on the tube in London after a gruelling day at the office. A man listening to a podcast on his mobile phone pumping away at the gym in Chicago. A woman in a refugee camp in Somalia wondering whether her child will make it through the night. A guy on the South Island of New Zealand wondering whether whether God really does love him enough to hear his cries and so many more people in so many more circumstances and places. We're spread so far and wide as we gather together around God's table to be fed by his word today. And I so appreciate the emails and the letters I receive from so many people in so many different situations in so many different places. So in one sense, you see, we're incredibly different. And yet in another, we're also the same. We all need to feel God's loving arms around us. We we all need to, to experience the warm touch of a friend. We all need to know that there's someone we can turn to and talk to, someone who cares, who understands. doesn't matter who we are, where we are, what we're going through. We all need at least one friend. You know what they say? A friend in need is a friend indeed. And I don't know how things work in your life, but not too many days need to pass in my life before I need the help of a friend. And that's why this week and again next week on the program, we're chatting together about this whole thing of friendship. Now, the foundation of that need for friendship is found in the one thing that sets us apart from every other creature in the animal kingdom. It's the fact that we're made in the image of God. And God is a God of love and of a relationship and of friendship and of community, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, three persons in one perfect relationship we call God. The mystery of the Holy Trinity. A God who has always lived in love and relationship. And so this one God of three persons creates thee and me in his image. So should it be any surprise then that we're just like him in this? We're made to be in relationships with him and with other people. And it's for this purpose that we've been created. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. God said, let us make man in our own image. Do you love that? Us. Not me, us. Let us make man in our own image, 
in our likeness. And let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created them, male and female he created them. So this one God who talks about himself as being us, and then in order to create humanity precisely in his image, he makes male and female to live in unity and relationship together. He didn't make just one or the other, he made them both. And in a different part of the creation account, God actually speaks about this very issue of being alone versus having a close companion. He looks at Adam, and the Lord our God says, It is not good that this man should be alone. I will make for him a helper as his partner. That's Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. Now let's just stop and think about that for a minute. Here are the words that come from God's own mouth and from deep within his great and mighty heart. He tells us, he tells you and me, that it simply isn't good for someone to be alone. Now here he provides a wife, Adam, but, but the principle spans all human relationships. And before I say it again, these powerful words from God himself, I just want to ask you to look at your life. How close are you to other people or how distant are you? Do you have people to share your triumphs and failures with? Or are your victories empty and your burdens great because you can't share them with anyone else? If your answer tends more towards the latter than the former, then listen again deep in your heart to the word of God. It is not good for us to be alone. It simply isn't good because that's not what we were made for. As you may have heard me say before, I'm the sort of person who doesn't need a whole bunch of other people around me close to me. Is that because I don't like other people? No, not at all. Is that because I'm overly selfish or standoffish? Well, I hope not. The reason is that my motivational gifting, and you can read about those in Romans chapter 12, my motivational gifting is to be a leader. And the key thing that a leader brings to the table is his or her strength rather than, say, our natural compassion or our bubbliness or anything else. Leaders are very much like eagles. When it comes to important things, they hunt in packs of one. They're naturally a solitary sort of person. And if we take that to the extreme, we leaders can easily become hermit-like. I know I can. But, and there's a big but, even someone with that sort of personality still needs friends. I have a handful of very close and very trusted friends. I catch up with a lot of people. I love interacting with people. But generally speaking, I rely on a small group of friends to help guide me, to support me, and when needs be, and we all have this need from time to time, to set me straight. One of my favourite sayings is that a friend is someone who stabs you in the front. Isn't that great? And there are a handful of people like that in my life, without whom, quite bluntly, I'd be pretty much useless to you. But there was a time in my life when I allowed my natural tendency towards a solitary existence, combined with my tendency to, to overwork myself and make myself too busy, that I simply didn't have any friends. It was a time almost two decades ago now when I found myself in an incredibly difficult place in my life. I was very needy. At one point, I didn't even have anywhere to live. And it was in the middle of that that I realised the compelling truth of what God said when he looked at Adam and said, It is not good that this man should be alone. I will make for him a helper as his partner. So today, let me challenge you. Come on, let's be really honest with ourselves. How many of us are living lives in emotional isolation? How many of us are relying on ourselves to claw our way through life? How many of us have simply forgotten what it means to have some friends around us? People who help us with their unique gifts, their abilities, their resources, their outlook on life. 
people who one day we can help with our unique gifts and abilities and resources and outlook. And as time goes by, sure, we're going to rub one another the wrong way from time to time. In fact, that's something I'd love to chat with you about next week. But as the days and the weeks and the months and the years pass by, we together with our friends and loved ones, the people whom we've invested in, the people who have invested in us, we'll have woven this this rich tapestry of life that we call community. It is not good for us to be alone. It is not good for you to be alone. It is not good for me to be alone because we need helpers. We need to learn how to become helpers. We need to learn how to serve other people and we can't do that on our own. So if you're someone who's become maybe a bit isolated, maybe it's busyness, maybe it's selfishness, maybe it's a reaction to the hurts of the past, maybe it's just circumstances in life, whatever it is, listen again to what God has to say. Take this to heart. Let let the Holy Spirit write God's word on your heart right now to bring change into your life. It is not good that you or I or anyone else should be alone. You see, it just isn't. If there's one thing that the events of last year taught us, it's that when the chips are down, we all need friends whom we can lean on and support at the same time. And yet as life gets back to normal in this rush, rush, rush of real life, it's so easy to let friendships slip. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called How to Build Life-Changing Friendships to Help You Develop Rich and Powerful Relationships in This Year That Lies Ahead. And at the end of each chapter, you'll find a series of life application questions to help you think through and apply God's Word right into your relationships. You can request your free copy right now. Either stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your booklet straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thank you so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.